Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Thinker Girl, the podcast. It is Thinker Girl, the podcast. Episode 9. Close to double figures. Unbelievable. You're joined by Stacey June, Danny Poller, and Christy Mercer. Just uh, chewing the fat on a Friday afternoon or morning, is it? Morning? We're at different times. I'm uh, afternoon. Okay. Um, yeah, we're three radio chicks. I don't know. We just piss off our co hosts and just have a bit of a event, really, each week uh, and mm-hmm. made it into a podcast. So we've kind of, it's, this, you know, there's a, maybe one or two people listening now, right? Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. Well, I've definitely yeah, forced my mum into listening to it, which I think oh. is highly inappropriate. I kind of feel like I'd be scared of your mum, I've got to be honest. Mm. Really? Yeah. Oh, you would love my mum. She, she out- Yeah, but people she... would probably be scared of me, so that's why we'd probably get along. Mm. There's mm. no way I would want my mum to listen to this podcast. Yeah. I don't want her to, but she does. Like, I've actually oh. started hiding the post. You know how you can do a post on Facebook yeah. and you can select people that don't see it. Danny, well, my mum. it's promote, promote. Fucking hell. Yeah, no, no but I want my mum no. to know about so much about my sex life. Oh, That's I, the hard yeah. part. Yeah, hello. You're recording it. It's everywhere for anyone to see. That's the most <laughs> ridiculous no aim. I know. Nah, I, I mean, know. yeah, I felt a bit funny about when we spoke about my like the relationships with mums. I did think that, but I was like, oh well, it's the truth. What are you gonna Have you do? Your mum on Facebook? Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um. So we each bring a gem to the table. Let's do our little contents this week. I've got. Uh. What am I talking about again? Oh yeah, being the broke friend at the age of thirty. Mm. Yep. Yep, I can totally relate to that. I'm going to be talking about the fact that I'm a reform smoker that is right now doing this podcast with a cigarette in her hand. <gasps> okay, I had okay. no Neither freaking idea that you smoked. Yep, yep, we'll get to it, we'll get to it. Christy, what are you talking about? Oh, I feel out um, of breath. I, w- I want a boob job and I want your advice. Oh, God! Okay. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Mm-hmm. All right, of course, just so freaking full on. Um. Who wants to go first? Oh, gosh. Let's go with the cigarettes so I can get yeah, it out. Yeah, we get it out, so get it out, have get to. Get now, that you're, now that you're so relaxed, you've got a ciggy in your hand. Yuck. Sorry. It's disgusting. No it's judgment. <laughs> well, so I guess I just tell you what it is. Like, I I used to be a smoker and then I quit. And for many, many years, I've kind of just been that drinking smoker. Like, if I have a drink, I'll have a smoke. But And I don't even think, like, I honestly don't even think about it during the week. Like, I don't smoke, don't anything. And then... In the last two weeks, I've just like I've just had these odd cravings here and there, and I drove home from work today, and I was tired, and I was like, I'm going to go and buy myself a packet of cigarettes, and I'm going to smoke those babies, and that's what I'm doing, and it's disgusting. It's uh, mm. I oh, wow. Can you can you draw back right into the into the phone like? Oh, I've just put it out. And I'll light a new one, and then I'll draw. God, back how many right are you in. going through? Oh, see, and that's the other thing. I, I, I do this chain smoke thing where I'll smoke like three back to back. So tell me, now that when I had that reaction and totally judged you, which yeah, is not... Yeah, you guys not, were both shocked. Yeah. That's the other thing. I'm shocked. Yeah. I think it's shocked because I've, 
I don't know. You pick for people to be smokers or non-smokers because you might see them out the front of work or, I don't know, out or something having a drink and a ciggy in their hands. But I just never, I don't know, I just never pictured oh, you to, I could to be see a Danny, I could see potential smoker in her, but I didn't think at the moment. I thought no. maybe in the well, past. I know. Well, see, this is the thing, and that's the other thing. Like, uh, I, I got, I get asked all the time by the smokers that know that I used to be a smoker at work. They go, "Oh, we're going out for fag. Do you want one?" And a lot of the time, I do, but I don't go because I'm like, I don't want to be seen at the side of the building, you know fagging what? away. Like, there's a real connotation to I it. I think that's a good yeah. thing. I think that's what the the media stuff and all the. I think that's a really good place that mm. we're in. I think it's so like that has stopped you from having the cigarette. Like mm. so in yeah. the end what I was going to what I was going to say to you before was when we both judged you and I, I we both well I mean I did did you Chris? When you both oh, I judged sure. me and wanted me off the podcast. Yeah. Never. Never. No and that's a, <laughs> no. that is a pact. Whatever we do, we could bloody kill someone and none of none of us is going off this podcast. Anyway, okay. um, just have to talk about it. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, but I, when we I, did, well, can, can I just what say about this? Bit? If you met a guy, Stace and Danny, and yeah. he was really lovely, and then he said, "I'm just going to duck out for a ciggy." Would that turn oh, you yeah. off or change your opinion of him? Oh, oh, jeez. You know what? Smoker Danny would probably secretly inside go, "Yes, I can get away with having a few fags here and there." I don't but, um, think I think it represents a bit of a life choice to me now, I gotta say, in terms of a partner. Yep. Yep. I agree. I see I judge myself more like I hide from guys that I'm dating that I smoke. Mm. Like oh, last okay. Friday night I had a few drinks and I'd had cigarettes and this and this guy was texting me and he was almost like insinuating that he might come out and meet me and my thought straight away was Oh my god, I stink of cigarettes. I don't oh, want to meet him today. Okay. Interesting. Okay, so when we judged you, for God's sakes, third time lucky. When we judged mm-hmm. you, did is that is that inappropriate for us to do that, or do you think because you're doing something not good for you that you can kind people can get away with the judgment? Because I don't think it's oh, really fair for anyone to judge mm-hmm. anyone, but because it is a health risk, and it's but not. I think it's human. I think it's human to judge, and I think it goes back to what you were saying. Like it is a positive that there are total negative connotations to, to, to smokers. I mean, of course you're going to judge, but you guys know me. Like, I think you can, it's something you can get over. If you met a guy that you thought was absolutely amazing and he was a part-time smoker or perhaps a full-time smoker, is that something you could get over? I don't though? think like, so. Not question. in a partner. You, I can. And, yeah. of course, and I feel bad that we judge. That's bullshit, actually. No, I don't think hang, we should hang judge. On. When you say you're judging judgment. Things, hang on. So, I'm going to this. When you say judging, what, what made you think of me? Straight? Like, what was the thought? And I think I'm it's not dirty. Because I was shocked. I was shocked more than anything, I reckon. I think it's Did dirty and unhealthy. picture me in my house being a dirty slob, like, <laughs> you know, drinking, drinking every night, smoking fags? Is that kind of the vision? Not to that extent, but you were on the road there. I, I wasn't so much like, I didn't think of any of things like that. I just was shocked. I just didn't know that you were a smoker. And then when you go, ah, oh, okay, well, I've adjusted to that now. But what you were saying, Stace, was like being, being judged about something because it's bad for your health. I mean, there's heaps of shit that people do that are bad for their health, drinking for I was one, just about to say that. You, you yep. don't turn around and go, oh, he's got a glass it's of true. beer or a champagne in their hand. They must not look after themselves and make bad life choices. That's why I felt bad for judging because yeah. I do lots of things mm. in my life, which we won't need to go into specifics, that I'm sure are very uh, looked down upon. 
Yeah. Like, you know, so well, it's not put, shame on would, me for judging. But that's my point. I, I judged and I own it and I'm sorry. I judged you. Would you judge someone at work um, who ate KFC for lunch three or four times yes. a week? Yes. Yeah, same. Yeah, my co-host same. does. My co-host has an awful diet, and I make really? it very clear. Which is who the fuck do I think I am to make it clear to him that he can't eat donuts at eleven o'clock in the morning? Actually, well, screw that. Not donuts, ice cream. Gig, I was eating donuts in the morning, and my co-host would look at me like <laughs> I was the sickest human no, being, and I really? actually snuck a Kit Kat in. I went to the vending machine one morning. It was a really bad morning. And I ate it under the desk and I didn't tell him until four days later. Can I just say donuts actually allowed at all time? My co-host has ice cream before midday. Really? Yeah. That's allowed though. Is it? When you get up earlier, midday's like bloody four o'clock. No, nah, it's not allowed. I've That's done it. It's not allowed. And I was in a, I was in a dark place. You were you were eating under the table. Was and dark, you were smoke place. you were smoking in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> so now I've gotten rid of the Kit Kats and I'm on the fags. How do, so how do you feel now? Like so when was the last time you would have smoked not drinking? Ah, uh, gosh. Like I can't tell you. Like, I don't really remember. Like, months and months and so months. What the fuck's do going feel, on today that's you made you go and do for it? Or are you happy? Like, when you've got your fags there and you're sitting outside, you're like, this is I awesome. I love it. Yeah. I really, love really it. enjoy it. I really, yeah. really enjoy it. Good for it. you, I think. I th- but you know what the thing is? It's even just society. Like, I want to not be able to judge you, right? Because you're right. We do all kinds of things in other parts of our lives or other things that aren't good for us. Yeah. But then I, when, I, when I say to you, good for you, you can do what you want, I, I feel guilty then that I've been a, an irresponsible friend. It's smoking that's different. It's There's been a perception changed with us. Everyone's clicked that it seems to just be less acceptable than other things now. Do you see it? Okay, now this is really, this is a big one. Do you see it as a class thing? Like, Maybe. I kind of feel like smoking yeah. now is like a lower class thing. To Maybe. Me. Like an uneducated, Maybe. bogan kind it's of just, thing to do. It's so not I right. hate that I'm admitting that. If you're talking about class, people that have got more money, like smoking is expensive. It's the people yeah. that, you know, you think, oh, they must be pops because they're smoking. It's like... Not these. How I don't know, twenty bucks a packet or whatever they are. If you're a packet of smoker, I nearly cried out. When I bought these. How mm. much? Eighteen bucks. I paid. Wow. God. Yep. Well, so that's good. Essentially, a dollar a cigarette. All right, you better enjoy those. Hey, how are you feeling? Like, so you're saying you love it now, right? How many have you had since the time we've been talking? That uh, that was my. I just had a, that whole time. Just then, I was smoking one. I forgot to do the drag in and out oh, for you. Bloody Sorry. hell! Don't use that oh. as an excuse to have another one, mate. I think you've had enough. <laughs> I've had enough. I've had enough. <laughs> can you be, can you be a sexy smoker? You I've used had, to be okay, able to. I've been told I've in the past that, that yeah. I look quite, kind of sexy when I smoke. <laughs> and Kate Moss. But that may have just been a drunk Kate friend. Moss looks hot when she smokes. Kate Moss is a hot smoker. We're not doing yeah. this. We're not having. A fucking podcast and going to list off hot smokers. We just can't. It just happened. But it's so good. Who else? Oh, yes. Thank God. Who? Philip. Oh, Philip. Philip. Philip would smoke Phil- for sure. Philip would be oh. a dirty pack a day smoker. No, no. Philip only smokes <laughs> cigars, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's badass. And he's on the whiskeys all the time. He's an alcoholic. I hate that guy. All right. Oh. Next up. 
All right, hang on, wait, wait. Before we finish up, are we are we okay with me now, or am I the bad, the naughty friend? I told you you could do whatever you want, and I'll be okay with you. I just do can't. Do you see me as a bit more of a rebel now, though? No, mate. Yeah, I no, do. I don't. I do. I because I feel like getting over it. But I think as long as you're enjoying doing it, it's not something that oh, that's you feel. Such bullshit. That is such bullshit. You're ruling your life. Nah, nah, that's bullshit. Uh, I don't don't see you more rebellious at all. I just think that you've had a shit week. Yeah, it's been an interesting, it's been an interesting two days. But yeah, so I don't know what's going to happen here, but there is a big fear in me. I'm like, oh my God, I can't get re-addicted. You know, like there's that. Well, yeah, yeah, that's a worry. I think that's that's a valid worry, old mate. Oh, but it was good. All right, let's move on. Let's go on to um, boob jobs. Hello, boobies. Hello, Boris. It's something that I have thought about and kind of always, kind of always mentioned, like brought up. You know, like, oh yeah, well, you know, I'll fit into these babies when I get my boob job. Like a lot of people would make those kind of flippant comments. But recently, I actually took it one step further. When I was living up in Townsville, and Stacey probably agree with this, I don't know, it must just be a Queensland thing. Oh, man. Everyone that I was working with, there were more chicks in the office that had had boob jobs than hadn't, which to me was just mind-blowing. Anyway, Mm -hmm. one of the girls had gone through this company, an Aussie company, um, that actually teed up the surgery over in Thailand. And you can get boobs for five grand. And I Mm. thought, it's too good to be true. But I've been emailing back and forth recently. And I've had to send off medical information and photos. And it's something that I am legitimately... So you're in the process. So you're basically in the process at the moment of getting a boob. I'm still unsure because all of my all of my girlfriends that I've said they dismissed it straight away and they're like stupid idea you don't need to do it um, you know your body's you know fine as it is and that kind of thing and I don't know it's it's something do you, feel, do about. you have a fear Christy quick question do you have a fear yeah. at all of um, of judgment because I uh, my mum is very much she's Brazilian she's very pro plastic surgery um, mm-hmm. I have actually had a breast lift reduction, which I don't tell anyone about. You've so, had a wow. what? A breast? Yeah. Li- What's that mean? Like you have, so basically, the oh my, my God, mate. I don't think I can find out much more about you today. I yeah. have, so I, um, I, my weight has fluctuated a lot um, over the years and um, I got to a point where they were pretty much like two pancakes because I gain and lose weight on my boobs. So I went okay. and got like a reduction. So I got them reduced a little bit and, and actually oh. got um, a lift. How old were you? So this was about four years ago now. I was 26 oh, wow. at the time. Okay. And um, yeah, and that for me was a really, really big deal because prior to that I was always very, very anti-plastic surgery. And to be honest with you, was a bit judgmental. Like judged girls, girls that had fake mm. moves, I just saw them as, you're, I don't know, I guess I, I straight away would think um, vain and insecure. One thing you know I'll I mean? yeah, and one yeah. thing I'll say, you know, I've got two very good mates. One that have just very recently got her boobs done, okay. uh, and a mate that I knew had just got them when we first met. Um, both of them happy, completely satisfied. If it for for the one that's just got them, which I've known since high school, um, and she's got children. 
she has always spoken about it. It's, you know, it's not one of those things that's gone up and down through her life where she's changed her mind. It was something that was always going to happen for her. And then it, you know, yeah. And the money, I'd do it tomorrow. That's what I mean. So I think in the end, think about that in other terms of your life, like your job Uh or the kind of person you want to be in or your favorite color, all that stuff. Sometimes there's just things in your life that you you fucking know and yeah. and that that you know that comes from somewhere and no one can judge no one at all I mean I, I've got a different view on what I would do personally but I've got double d boobs so it's very rich for me to say anything so there's no judgment you should mm-hmm. see how happy my girlfriend is and how how amazingly confident she is yeah. with her body how um mm-hmm. how much she is out of her shell with her fashion style she's completely yeah. she's just she's got a real pep in her step and so in terms of any judgment if something like that gives some someone like that that kind of confidence I don't know if it can necessarily I don't think it can be a bad thing well, the thing is I wouldn't go I wouldn't want like Pammy Anderson oh, you know triple not. E's and have them out on show it would be for me I yeah. you know and going back and forth with this um you know medical company that you know, that you obviously have to talk about the size and the shape of the implant and things that you want. And yeah. I want a full C because at the moment, I don't know, I haven't bought a bra in over three years. Oh, and wow. And the one bra that I do wear is like a $15 bra from Kmart from years ago because I just, mm-hmm. I don't feel worthy of like going into a bra shop because I just think I don't, I don't need it. Like, I was always the girl in school, probably the last one out of over 150 girls in my year level to get boobs because I was a late bloomer. And ever since then, I've just thought, oh, yeah, well, that's something I do, it's something I do. And, and now, getting a bit older, you know, not old, old, but in, in terms of thinking, well, I don't want to go getting them when I'm, you know, like, you know, 40s or 50s. If I, it's something that I want to do, it's something that I want to enjoy when while you, I'm younger. When you get, when you get um, dressed, like, to go out and stuff, do, do you often have that feeling of there's something missing? Like, Absolutely. For example, how, I'm, how I'm kind of wow. relating to it in my head is, like, we, I've always struggled with my weight. And, you know, sometimes you put on an outfit and you go, oh, I feel really good, but. And there's always that little horrible feeling of but. Like, I Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Wish that that stomach wasn't there or that little bit there. Do you have that feeling where you're like, yeah, and that's why that's why I'm bringing it, bringing it up with you girls today because only yesterday I was standing in a change room in tears because every freaking single dress I tried on looked great apart from the top half. Like the bottom half was fine, it fitted, but the top was all saggy and I felt self-conscious and I just... I don't know, I didn't, I just felt like if I had boobs, and not not massive ones, but just a decent bit of boob to hold up a dress and have a tiny bit of cleavage to look nice, I would mm-hmm. be happier. Have and you tried those, I, and I'm not being this to be, um, you know, like uh, like it should be an option and you, you shouldn't go down this road, but have you tried like the, the big chicken fillets and all that kind of stuff? Because yeah. I'm not saying yeah. that that doesn't do anything, but I've got couple of my best mates are absolute A cups and the shape they get from those things are actually quite phenomenal. I used to put that, uh, I used to wear chicken fillets and then a strapless bra and then an actual bra with straps. So I would triple bra oh, it, yeah, yeah, give yeah. it a good shape and then there was like the padding and, st- and padded bra too underneath. But And Victoria's Secret changed your life. Now here's another question that I have because this was something that went through my mind when I was thinking about um, getting my breasts done. One thing that Really, I thought about a lot and I was like, what happened to being different and and this being the body that my life and my experiences has led me to? And I still sometimes think about that. Like, you know, I talk about my weight a lot with you girls and sometimes when I'm hard on myself about my weight, I think to myself, what happened to, what if you are just meant to be a size 12, 14 and, and it, what if that's okay? What if it's okay that you're flat chested and that's just your shape because you're Christy? Well, I'm okay that I'm flat chested, but would would I be more confident with boobs? Yeah, I reckon I would be. And you know what, Danny? I think the biggest thing, and the oh, it's going to be wank wank here, but I'm going to say it anyway. The biggest thing that I think with you know feminism, what it stands now, from my understanding and what I preach, is that it is about choice for you, not about yep, yep. what other people are, not about what anyone is. You know, for me, I think I'm on a journey to really try. I'm I'm going to try and you know, my aim, and I certainly don't think this is going to necessarily be the case. If I end up on TV in my late 40s and I want to get Botox, I might be thinking very differently. But I'm going to try really hard to not because I feel like that might be a bit of a journey and a self kind of uh, almost like a self, not challenge, but a bit of a journey for me in my life um, mm-hmm. and try and do what I need to do with, with what I've got. That does mm-hmm. not mean that that is someone else's journey and that is someone yeah, else's yeah. experience. And if it means that yeah. for you, boobs is something that is going to make you happy, then fucking kudos to you. Like, so I yeah. think that's the biggest thing we have to remember is that I know that's my, that might be a thing personally for me that I'll try, but that doesn't mean I think everyone else should be trying yeah. that journey yeah. and no, no plastic surgery. My reservations with it and the reason that I have thought about it and gone back and forth for so long is because boobs are seen as such a, such a sexual object. Object, but I yeah. feel that what would happen if I, you know, 
have to tell, you know, family if I go to a family function? Like, are they going to be staring at my chest or, you know, or what about if I need to take that time off work for the surgery and afterwards at work? Is it something I go and tell people, you know, or how come you've got, you know, four weeks off work? Like, I don't know whether it's something that I want people to know or whether to well, speak yeah, about. Well, yeah, I mean, you guys didn't know, know about my boobs and I no. don't go around telling many people at all. I mean, a lot of people are going to know now. But a lot of people have no idea that I've had this surgery done. So, so where, and, and, so where are you standing, babe? Um, I don't know. I, I think I've got more. I've got more thinking to do. Okay. Okay. Well, well thinking, thinking, I'll be honest with you, Christy. Hmm. It sounds. It sounds to me like you've got a, a healthy, a, a healthy relationship relationship to it. I think. You, it's I think also, that you, Yeah, and I, I think, think it's simpler than 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 what I'm making. I'm asking these questions because I've been through it and I've yeah. had all these thoughts. But yeah. I think it's, it's much simpler than we, than we make it. But I know that Philip's gone off, but this is another interesting thing that I came across recently. I've got a girlfriend that um, does yoga, and she does yoga five days a week, you know, 5.30 in the morning. It's, it's her practice. And there's a girl that does it with her, and um, she, she was talking to me, and she was like, I just don't get it. Like, she's meant to be on this spiritual journey, and she's got these fake boobs and blah, blah, blah. And I was really shocked. Because I mm. didn't see her as a judge. I see her as this open, spiritual, judgmental person. And when that came out of her mouth, I was like, wow. Why would it matter? And that's bullshit because boobs? that's that my whole bullshit. point. It's her journey. Yeah. If she wants to be spiritual and she wants to get boobs, that's her personal journey. It's not, you don't pick, I'm uh, vain and I want boobs. And you don't pick, I am spiritual, one or the other. Everyone yeah. is their own. You can make up your own choices. You can, can have a bit yeah. of a, a bit of a scrabble, like a bit of a scramble of everything. Like that's the point. So you have to just, all I would say is, you know, like they said on the Sex and City episode, you choose your choice. I choose my choice. I choose my choice. You just have to really commit. <laughs> I choose, right. yeah, I think I'm going to choose boobs. I, I don't know, as you said, I think I'm feeling, I'm feeling confident about it. I'm not doing it for anybody else but me. Yeah, choose mm-hmm. boobs. And just when, you know, obviously you choose them when they get, you know, bolted onto you. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. But um, I love the term bolt-ons. But yeah. when they get put on you, you've obviously chosen it. But, you know, in your head, in a life decision, really own it. Like, yeah. and not in a way that you need to go around telling all your family if you don't want, but more just for yourself. Just own it. I chose boobs. This is going to, this is right for me. Not about yeah. any other bullshit. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Mm-hmm. No, okay. Philly for Phil, Phil, Phil. Yo, yo, yo. All right. It's very interesting. I love that. That was good for me to hear as well because I think I, yeah. Wow, okay. we all anyway, learned something. It's interesting about you. I know, right? So out about you what today. about how you're going to, you can afford boobs and I'm about to talk about what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> oh man, I'm 30 years old. Yeah. Uh, I am re- I'm poor. I'm a I'm a poor person. You're poor in money. You're not poor in Yeah, many sorry, other that's what I mean. That's what I mean. I'm I have friends that own houses that uh, my brother owns two properties. Um, I've even got mates that just have savings that might not own properties that live a similar life to me, like, you know, might even be in, in entertainment, but they've got a little bit more on uh, in their, I get to say, have a savings account. And yeah. I've gone, I've fluctuated with money a lot in my life, but this yeah. year it's just, I've just, beca- I'm just that person. And I'm, I'm okay with it to an extent. What I worry about is if other people around me notice it. Because I'm okay with it. I, I guess I don't necessarily – I can't do anything about it. 
I would prefer yeah. to be doing what I'm doing and I know that it will pay off in the future. In the end, But yeah. at the same yeah. time, yeah. I often wonder, are my mates and people around me not even judging me because I think they know that I'm on the right path, but are they in the back of their heads going, oh, fuck, Stacey again or, you know, she hasn't paid, you know, she hasn't got around. And I always pay people, don't get me wrong, but it may take me a week a bit longer or it might, I might um, say, you know, I'll, I'll get this to you this payday, whereas other people are like, yep, doing it now or, you know, um, like doing this, like, or we can go and do this trip or we can, um, you know, do all of these things. And, and I try and keep up and I do pretty mm. well, but mm. underneath I am, yeah, I, I'm different. I'm really Look, different. Stace, I can really relate to what you're saying because I went through that at about 28 when mm. I was still working as a casual at a radio station, you know, doing shifts here and there. Um, you know, my friends are all going on holidays, doing this, doing that, and I was still living like a 17-year-old. And I really struggled with it, but I guess it's back to what I said a few podcasts ago. Like, when I sat down and went, hang on, whose rules am I living by? Am I living by my rules or am I living by other people's rules? Because I could have that life if I gave up, you know, the things that I'm that I'm working towards, but it's your life and it's your rules. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. you're a hard-working person. You yeah. pay your own bills. You buy your own food. I think I, I don't I don't I don't think that everyone needs to have two houses at thirty years old. I used to work with this girl just when I was going through uni and, and working part time in retail and she was training to be a lawyer and yeah. everybody that came in or got chatting or small talk, oh yeah, I'm at uni, so what do you do? And that kind of thing. And everybody was so impressed by her because she was a really good looking girl as well. So when she said, Oh, you know, I'm at Melbourne Uni or whatever and I'm studying law, everyone goes, oh, Wow! Oh my God! You know that's so impressive. You know it's a bit of a talking point because not everybody does mm. there or gets there. And yeah. I was talking about it with a mate, and I said, "You know what? Like, I'm not the I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, but I I reckon I'm a hard worker. I give things a real crack, and I think there's back doors to everything. I think mm. if any of you girls or, or myself or whoever, if you really wanted to be a lawyer, or if you really wanted to be in a, you know maybe not an accountant, but if you really wanted to to have a job solely for the purpose of money, you could. Oh, I've yeah, got no... See, the funny thing is that's not a doubt yeah. because when I left university, went overseas and came back, I was on a lot of money. I worked in corporate comms uh, in a, on IT projects. I'm talking yeah. shitloads. Like, yeah. didn't yeah. even know what to do with it because I was miserable. And yeah. um, so I guess I have that inner confidence because I've done it. If yeah, I hadn't yeah. have at this age and I, I took a turn, like I took a pay, you know, when I got into the entertainment industry, I think I took a, I think it was almost a 60% pay decrease. Wow. 60%. Yep. So yeah. I, um, I know, yeah, I know that I've got the cape. I know that I can go back to money if I absolutely wanted to. So I think that gives me a bit of confidence. So it's not so much about me personally because I get by. I think it's more about the any, strain okay, well, I'm putting on other friends, people. Have you had any of your friends make any comments or anything Never, like that or? never, no. never. They are all so amazingly supportive. I guess it's mm. just something that I am always kind of worrying about and I just wish for it to be over so you know, and then a few of them have reminded me and said, Stace, you know, back in like when you were a little bit more, um, when you were had a bit more money, you were the one that would maybe shout brunch if I had a shit day or, you know, you forget yeah. about the stuff. You are that person, you know, you can lean. And I th- maybe it's more of a, an issue about control and the fact that I've really had to learn this year to h- let them help me 
you yeah, know, mm-hmm. like, so there might be a time where, um, you know, I'll pay back a mate in a week's time later, you know, or say, actually, can I pay you back? Or, or maybe, you know, some lunch has gone, oh, I'll get that and I'll be really uncomfortable. I know that this particular person who did pay for lunch probably a few months ago and I still remember it, will be like, no, no, Stace, I got this. And I was like, yeah. really? You don't need to. And, and they were like, no, no, it's just fine. Like I, I can do the, you know, it'll all work out in the wash. So I guess it's just, but it's that being that person because I'm a bit of the carer. I like to be the the one that looks out, and I'm not used to being in that in that position in that in the relationship. You know, and, and the fact that you have, as you said, been in a position where you were, um, you know, in a really good financial position, and then going, you know, moving away from that. So having that control you know, over your own finances and, you know, being able to shout and being more generous with your cash. I think being from that and then going, you know, back to being on, as you said, mm. you know, dropping down to a much smaller wage, do you reckon that plays a big part in it as I well? I think so, but at the same time, yeah. I like to look for the pluses and I think it almost gives me confidence to not freak out because yeah. if I absolutely needed to, I know I could go back. So yeah. there's a two-way two, two way of looking at it, but I think probably more so, even just bouncing it out on this in front of this mic, it's like, I think it's like... um maybe it is a bit of a control thing. Like I don't like the idea that I've had to be helped as much this year, you know, even if it might end up being that I've got to have friends pick me up from the airport. I've had to ask for a lot of help and I'm not, I'm usually the one, not that my friends would never be there, but I don't really ask for it. A lot of people have said in the past, we don't know how to be there for you or we don't know how to help you. You're the one always kind of on the front foot with stuff. This year's Uh definitely been a year about (laughs) having to put my hand up and say, hey, I need a hand with this or, hey, can you drive me here or, yeah, but you know. I mean, that's karma though, isn't it? That you've been a helper your whole life and you've always been the one there to be the comforter. So what goes around comes around. You've put it out yeah. there. So far yeah. out, so, you know, six months, eight months, a year, you know, however long you feel that you're in that position. Well, you know, you're getting, mm-hmm. you're getting back what you put out there for so long. I know, but it's, it's, and the thing it's is, full on. Money's a like, funny you gotta thing, realize, you know? You've got to realise that, yeah, okay, so maybe at the moment, your friends are giving you monetary things but you've all, I'm, I'm sure you already know this but we've got to keep in mind as well what are you giving money is is, is energy and they're the not the giving day, me right? necessarily money the, like I like I know, you know. I know but my point is like I know that they're not giving you money but they're giving you support but you're also giving support and friendship and love like I think there's a lot to say for that like you know I've had friends in, in the past that um, you know, haven't had much money, but I'm happy to pay because I want them to be around. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like if a girlfriend goes, I can't come to dinner. I'm like, I will pay for you because it's worth having you there because yeah, I'm yeah. actually getting something out of that. Like I'm I know, and I'm I'm starting to get yeah. a bit more used to doing that. Like one of my best mates, I stay both two, a few of my best mates, I stay at their house a lot, and just the generosity, you know, it's overwhelming. Like it just, and yeah. it's been actually nice yeah. to learn to accept that. But I just, I still get a bit worried. I'm like, oh, God, are they thinking, bloody hell, you know, yeah, like, well, when will this be you over? Can com- <laughs> you can compare it easily in terms of presents. Because I, I wouldn't say I'm not a materialistic person. I wouldn't say I'm either end of the scale. But I'm a really big card person. It's become like a massive joke in my family that <laughs> any card I write is always both sides of everyone's card. Grandma, oh, yeah, so same, always same. Like, oh, here we go, oh, another Christie card, and they've got to sit That's there for 10 me minutes too. and read it. Hey? That's me too. Yes. 
And every Christmas or birthday or whatever that rolls around and if, say, my boyfriend goes to get me a present and he doesn't have a card, it doesn't matter how fantastic the present is, I am severely yes, disappointed. Yes, I was exactly the nice same. Card. My yes. ex never used to get cards and it used to become a joke. Towards the yes. end, he would write, like, on a, on a coaster just to piss me off. Mm. <laughs> and compare that, compare that to exactly what you're saying. It's no different. One thing, you know, you might get a beautiful piece of jewellery, and yes, it's thoughtful, and yes, you spent, you know, however um, much cash. Oh, on it. guys, you've had too many men buying your shit. You've had too many men buying your shit. I'd kill for a necklace from a man. <laughs> you know, think about the, <laughs> think about the freaking Jesus time and effort that I goes into a card. A man bought me something. Jeez, I don't want a card. I want a bloody <laughs> diamond ring. <laughs> All right. We're done. We're out here. Uh, I can't afford uh, it. Okay, no, just kidding. It's free. Imagine we start charging. Today, I've let out all the bloody secrets. I know. I know. Hey, guys, um, you actually, you know what? Someone did suggest uh, that we put a bit of a conversation starter on our Facebook page at the end of the podcast. So we can, um, we can, people can chat because everyone was like, well, where do we go to actually chime in? And I was like, well, this isn't about you. (laughs) 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 No, but it is, it is. (laughs) Um, Maybe we'll just talk, maybe we'll, well, you can head to our Facebook page, I guess. That would be a beginner, wouldn't it? A beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, It's Facebook, facebook.com forward slash thinker girls, T-H-I-N-K-E-R-G-I-R-L-S. Yep, and leave a comment up there and, and start the conversation. Yeah, yeah feel free to start any conversation, but that's where you'll find us and um and all the info. Everything's and there. And we're pretty much glued and we're pretty much glued to that page. So we'll respond. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're there. We're there. <laughs> if it's Thinker Girl Twitter and Instagram as well, anyway. Yeah, we do to follow us. But if Think you do want to have a chat or you've got podcast. any feedback on any of the things we're talking about, then please head to our Facebook page and of course um the website thinkergirl.com.au. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.